0: Aaron Rodgers' season is officially over, but yours has just begun with MyBookie. NFL College Ball, brand new cash-out system that gives you the best options to win all season long. You hit the first two legs of your parlay, guess what? You can cash out early, place another bet, or let it ride for a bigger payday. Join us the entire season at MyBookie.ag, or you can scan the QR code right next to me. The link is in the description of this video and or podcast, however you're watching or listening. But... Right now, MyBookie has a no-strings-attached cash bonus that lets you deposit and withdraw quick. Use promo code 49ERS49ERS on your first deposit of 50 or more, and you can receive up to $200 in cash instantly credited to your MyBookie account. That's 49ERS, that's the promo code, to claim your bonus now. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I mean anywhere. You can bet anywhere. I've lived in California for eight years. Bet anywhere. I mean it. Head over there with
2: Time the Forty Niners Rush Podcast, and here's your host john chapman what
0: is going on faithful coming to you live three and oh on a sunday and guess what the 49ers are in the clubhouse for the week already already got the dub thursday night which short weeks are the absolute worst trust you <laughs> my my family can attest the amount of work that we had put in this week for you know the parties and the tailgate and all that kind of stuff it, it wore us out man the whole family was exhausted but the flip side of that is you get extra time to rest. And that's where the 49ers currently are. The only 3-0 and team in the NFL. And you get to kind of kick up the feet. You get to watch football. You get to see the NFC West, how they do. There are nine current undefeateds. That's going to change this week, obviously. We're going to go through some of those. Do want to talk through some of the press clips and pressers from the 49ers game? which shout out to my man Juan Salas. Best to ever do it. You know, he did some great clips there. And so I just love it, man. What's up, Dancing? She says, hashtag CC. Wake me up with some JC. I, I wanted to get, it's Sunday, and the 49ers aren't playing. I understand that. But, man, Sundays are for 49ers football. So I wanted to have a little bit of a conversation just about this. And depending on when you're downloading this, if you're an audio listener only. um, Yeah, we recorded this. Uh, 845 is when we went live you know, in the morning. What's up, Jacek? My man. Glad to be with you guys. And so, yeah, just want to touch on some questions, some of the stuff that you guys have. But let's start with the undefeateds, okay? So there are currently nine undefeateds in the NFL, two in the AFC, seven in the NFC, which is huge. Uh, Let's start with the the AFCs, who they got this week. Ravens versus Colts. Not really looking like a very good matchup. Um, Ravens, I... I picked the Ravens to go pretty far this year. They're doing great. Dolphins versus Broncos. That one's a little bit more of an up in the air. You never know what you're going to get with the Broncos. Their defense is incredible. A lot of overlap between those teams. But, you know, that's AFC, so who cares? Let's get to the NFC teams. Now, the 49ers, they're already 3-0, so they're maintaining their undefeated whatever. Saints are undefeated. First, the Packers. Packers, surprise big. Um, We bet them to win the division. Um, Hopefully that holds suit. But uh, that's going to be an interesting game. That's it. That's that's going to have playoff implications down the line. Uh, so probably one of the more important games of the week, as far as even though it's week three, something to pay attention to. Commanders somehow still undefeated versus the Bills. You know they're five and a half point underdogs. Uh, Vegas loves the Bills, and you know when Josh Allen plays decent. We'll see there, Uh, but yeah, I think this probably ends the commander streak, but who knows? That defense is legit. If Josh Allen does crazy Josh Allen things, then they'll keep any team in the game. Falcons versus Lions, that's a big one. Cowboys cards, that one's huge because those are the next two teams we played. Back-to-back weeks, I thought this was interesting. Last week, you had the Cardinals and the Giants playing each other, who were the concurrent You know, the next two teams that we played. So we played the Giants. We beat them. Then we played the Cards. This week, the Cowboys and Cards play. Next week, we play the Cardinals. The following week, we play the Cowboys. So I just want to say shout out to the NFL scheduling community for helping John Chapman's team with the scouting reports because we're already ahead of the curve. Um, One, we get the Cards all the time. So we know a lot about them. They're a very poor team. But they're scrappy now. Uh we, we got to give them that and they at least created a game last week. I don't think that's going to happen against the Cowboys this week. But uh that's going to be kind of all eyes on, you know, that game for 49ers fans because division opponent NFC West and the Cowboys who I think are in the tier if I had to tier the entire NFC at the very top is the 49ers and Cowboys by themselves. I'm not putting the Eagles up there yet. I haven't seen quality play, um, you know, in in both their games. I think, obviously, they represented, they beat the 49ers in the NFC Championship, asterisk there, whatever, however you want to handle that. But if we're just looking at 2023 play, I do believe this is the 49ers and Cowboys. I would prefer, if I could only win the Cowboys or the Eagles game, like those two importance, I think the Cowboys is the more important game, personally. Now, having said that, I would much rather go to Dallas in the playoffs than go to Philly in the playoffs because if it's in Philly, I ain't going. Uh, I've decided – I've learned. And after going to Pittsburgh, I realized, man, I do not want to be responsible for human beings. And, you know, we throw family-friendly events. I don't want to encourage anybody to go to that city Philly. It's just dog trash, man. The city's great. Just the people in it, uh, the fans in it were terrible. And actually, I've had a great time in Philly, but as soon as the game started – Man, from Uber drivers cussing at me and whatever else. And, oh, no thank you. Um, so I would rather go to Dallas to play in the playoffs. But if I'm just looking at the football team and the football roster, I think the Cowboys are better than the Eagles. That's just my own, you know, whatever. Uh, Josh, and I think that this is huge too. You know, I got a lot of questions on this. Diggs, Trayvon Diggs, the cornerback for the Cowboys, just got a huge contract, tore his ACL in practice. I freaking hate it. Um, I don't like Diggs, and I obviously despise the Cowboys, everything about them. Um, But all injuries suck, period. I did not want... I want to face every team full strength to show them, man, we're better than you. Th- that's just the mindset that I have. um, As a coach, that's how I wanted it to be. And I hate that Trayvon Diggs, their corner went down. Now, does that hurt the Cowboys? Obviously, yes, 100%. Now... Trayvon Diggs versus the Cowboys, though, let's just be real. We have toasted that dude back-to-back years with ease because he's a finesse player. He's a finesse corner. He's a gamble corner, and he doesn't like contact. And so you go against a physical bully team like the 49ers, that dude shrieks, right? I mean, he. I want to go off on like a Kobe talking trash to Jeremy Lin rant right here just about how soft Trayvon Diggs is, but – He got injured. And so that injury definitely hurts the Cowboys. I'm not sure it hurts the Cowboys against the 49ers, if that makes sense. Brandon Iuke, that dude couldn't catch him in flag football. And when we ran our physical stuff, we targeted Trayvon Diggs in the run game repeatedly. He was a weakness for the matchup against the Niners. So him being out and being replaced, um, that's what I'm going to be watching a little bit whenever I'm watching that game. I want to see who the new corner is and how physical he is because Trayvon Diggs being out for the year hurts the Cowboys versus almost everybody else. I don't think it hurts the Cowboys versus us because we targeted that dude. We saw that as a weakness because he was so soft. Um, And so, yeah, I I do think that, (coughs) excuse me, it will affect the record of the Cowboys versus other teams. I don't think that it really hurts them against the Niners but that, maybe I'm just by myself on that. I mean, he's a hell of a player. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of see what that looks like. Ernest says, Cowboys can't beat us this year. I don't care. Uh, Roger Goodell will make it where the Cowboys do beat the Niners. They're set. Oh, there we go. We're getting all the back-to-back years. beating them's huge. And so, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of have to see what that looks like. What's up, yatsik He says, hit that like button. We appreciate it if you do. Uh, just hit that little thumbs up. It's a free way to support the show. Uh, we really appreciate it. Mosquito Killer said, what's up, Faithful? What's up, John? 3-0. Gosh, man, it just feels good. Just feels good. And the way that you've done it. And Before we get to that, the last undefeated team I want to talk about, and they're playing each other, Monday Night Football, Eagles vs. Bucks. And we're going to kind of find out. The Eagles have played down to everybody they played this year. It's only been two games. The Bucs have surprised. Nobody expected the Bucs to be 2-0. So it's Monday Night Football. Baker's got a little bit of magic. You know, as as a Longhorn fan, I've seen it. Sometimes he can pull something out. We'll see. I'll be pulling for the Bucs this week, though. I think we all will. And to be honest with you, I'm going to be pulling for the Cardinals. Even though they're in the NFC West, I do not want them. I do not want them to get Caleb Williams. But it seems like they've got two chances with the Texans pick and their own pick. Texas just made that stupid-ass trade, uh, but that's okay. Anyway, we'll see. So I'm hoping the Cardinals win. There's nine undefeateds. We're undefeated. I would probably argue six, five or six after this week, and we'll just kind of keep going um, for what that is. So, so we'll see what that is. Now, let's jump to us, and I want to focus on us. What does it mean to go be 3-0? and And also, what does it look like for a team that has been really good? Three out of four NFC championship games. You know, you just extended your head coach and your GM. So, man, RIP to all those that said Shanahan's on the hot seat. Freaking morons. I don't know where people get this stuff from. I just don't understand. Like, you have to be aware of your surroundings at sometimes. And I don't like dunking on our own fans. I don't like that. But – Having these arguments in the offseason with people that are just like, oh, if Shanahan doesn't do this, if he doesn't do this, oh, man. And I'm just like, what is wrong with you? A big part of being a fan is being able to enjoy the good times. These are the great times. They're the best of times. You know, somebody put out, now. I feel bad because it got emailed to me, and I, I didn't save it correctly, so I can't give. Somebody made a baseball standings chart of the last 162 football games, okay? So, right, there's 162 games in the MLB season, Major League Baseball. And so they basically filled it out the exact same way the past 162 games. The 49ers are 500. They're 500. They're 81 and 81. I think my math checks out on that. I'm going from memory here, Uh, but I wasn't drinking last night, so I think I'm okay. Like, we have had some terrible years the past you know nine to ten years terrible we've had some great years these are great years and if you can't appreciate this i just feel bad like i not that i'm mad at you and sometimes i do get frustrated with the questions that i get or whatever else but man you've got to be able to enjoy this and if you're just one of those people that's like dogging on Purdy or dogging on Shanahan or dogging about picks missed, you're missing the eight ball by a mile, man. Here's Christian McCaffrey, who, again, general manager, we went out and got him. We went and got him. We did. We overpaid to get him, and it paid off. He was asked about how important it is to be 3-0. and
3: For us, you know, we we know what we can do. We expect to win every game. Um and the fact that we're 3 and0 is awesome. We know it's a long season and there's still so much football left. And so I love the mentality of our team right now because I think uh, we're 3 and0, we're happy, but we're still hungry, and there's still a lot that we can get better at, and I, that's a good place to be.
0: That, I mean, it's the best Whatever you know, I was coaching teams and you won, but you still got things to work on. And there's lots of things to work on. Uh, There's no doubt. This team is far from perfect, even though they've been awesome against everybody they played. You're coming out of back-to-back weeks. That week one game, it was pretty difficult to go in and like, okay, these are the things we need to work on because you just completely dominated that game. Week two, you had that good first half for the Rams, and then they fell apart. And then you go to week three. You know, eh, they had a couple decent quarters. They blitz like crazy, uh, but still some things to work on. Chris, uh, or sorry, Charles, he says, what's the word on the Jason V rumors? I haven't heard any. I don't know about Jason Verrett. If he wants to come back, uh, I don't know. The 49ers are kind of behind it a little bit just because I, I think we mismanaged our defensive back practice squad. If we had Deshaun Jamison right now, it wouldn't be a concern, but that's okay. He's gone. So we move on. We we just released Trey Swelling, who had back-to-back bad performances special teams-wise. You brought up, you know, the Cowboys, um, what's his name, the, the the cornerback that we've had, Brown, uh, Anthony Brown. He's back now. So we're going to see what that looks. You're getting Daryl Luter Jr. back in two weeks off of the pup list. So, yeah, we're kind of in a scrappy position. But Ambry Thomas was limited last week, and now you got 11 days. And so I think that's huge. And listen to Kyle Shanahan quickly, because again, you just heard McCaffrey say it's a long season. We expect to win every game and it is a long season. And so that is why it's so huge to get these Thursday night matchups, which suck, by the way, but there is a silver lining.
3: Yeah. You know, he missed a couple today and guys made a couple of real good catches also, Um I I thought it was just a huge challenge. One of the biggest ones Brock's been in just to, you know, the short week to prepare for a scheme like that. Um, Just how much they do with, you know, they had six guys on the line of scrimmage throughout the game. Um, Half the time they're coming, half the time they're not. Uh, There's not a, a comfortable play throughout a game, you know, from a play call standpoint and from the quarterback just because there's a lot of plays that don't work versus that. And so you got to constantly be looking at it. And sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, which is a huge challenge for a quarterback. And um, I thought he settled down throughout it as the game went and ended up playing good enough for us to win.
0: And so, like, look, you've got a short week. Giants come out, throw the kitchen sink at you. They break, like, records for the amount of blitzes. I mean, it was was crazy, but Purdy was able to kind of just stand in there and despite the short week, handle his business, like, just fine. I love this comment from Anthony. He says, it seems people think think football, or at least real football, is as easy as playing a video game. It's not. What the Niners are doing is different. It's different. And you listen to, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like, let me ask this question. I want you to put this in the chat. Not how many 49ers podcasts or shows you listen to. How many NFL shows do you listen to? Shows that cover the entire NFL or all of football. So just put a number in there. Zero, one, two, three, four, five. I'm just curious. I, I kind of want to take a poll. Probably could have created a poll here. Let me know how many generic NFL shows, non 49 ers shows, do you listen to and or watch? Zero, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, because... I just want to try to get a poll on how many of us are just focused in on the tree and how many of us step back every now and then and pay attention to the broader forest, right? Uh, Look at this context, baby. Former AP teacher. Let's go. Let's go. Because I think it broadens your perspective. I think it changes the way you see things. Whenever you go through and you study teams like the Browns (laughs) or the Bucks. And you kind of see, like, man, what's happening here is different. It's not the same. What's up, Ed? Uh Became a YouTube member today. That's what I'm talking about. Really appreciate the support. That is what's going on. You guys are the absolute best. I do have to let everybody know tonight is a special night. We have our Jerry Rice Tearing Up Zoom Hangout tonight, Sunday, 4.30 p.m. So Right before Sunday Night Football starts, we're going to be getting together on Zoom. Uh, we're going to hang out. We're going to talk Niners. We're going to talk NFL. We're going to talk all these different things that we see. This is available up on the49ersrush.com or our Patreon channel. Links to both of those are in the description of this video or podcast, however you are watching, listening. Um, come hang out. And we got free trial. So... If you're one of those people who are just like, man, I'm kind of curious to see what this is like, you can sign up, seven-day free trial, you get the access, you just go to the post, you can see it right there, click the Zoom link, join us, hang out, talk, and if you're shy, guess what? You can turn your camera off, you turn your mic off, and you can just observe, but man, this is an opportunity for us to hear you. I preach community all the damn time. This is my wonderful time where I get to hear your wonderful voices and see your beautiful faces. You always see these red sheets. I, I get I get to see you guys and get to know y'all. So hopefully you get to come hang out tonight. Um, again, that's going to be 4.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, and we'll we'll hang out for about an hour or so. We'll talk some Niners. We'll, we'll let you guys kind of control things. Um, I've got some questions to try to see what y'all think, but I'm excited about this. Now, back to the question of NFL shows. We've got a lot of answers. <laughs> zach i'm with you man he says i watch them all uh i feel you man i cannot get enough dancing two to three mosquito killer zero Yatsik two so i'll say this if you are one of those <laughs> right here joking streak he says uh zero i watch youtubers and that's that's cool man there ain't nothing wrong with that but i i would challenge you guys i'm not getting paid they don't even probably know i exist um Go check out probably one of the biggest podcasts in the industry, but I think it's a good launching point around the NFL. Um, they do It's the official NFL podcast, but go check them out. It's a good launching point just to get your pulse on other teams. And strongly recommend it. Now, if that's not your jam, that's cool. Uh, Portola says, Zero. Watch you and cra- uh, Krug. Man, appreciate that. That means a lot. That means a whole lot. Uh, John had fraud on that other credit card. It's a new card. Oh, there we go. I'll take it. Yeah, I. there's nothing worse when you get that text message from your bank saying your card's been compromised and then you got to redo all the payments. Ah, oh, goodness. That is so frustrating. I wish somebody would figure out how to make that not an issue. Josh says, I'm good. Uh, I bet that was fun. I can only imagine. Yeah, he's talking about the Rob Zombie Alice uh, Cooper concert. That's cool. I uh, love it, man. Love it. Now. Let's talk, here we go, back to this wider NFL, what this means for the 49ers. Last offseason, the the 49ers are good for one big free agent spend per year. Two years ago, they paid to keep Trent Williams. Last year, they got Charvarius Ward. This year, you got Javon Hargrave. It's kind of the way they do things. They, they get one big-time free agent each offseason. Last year, all the fans, not all the fans, majority of fans, wanted the big name in free agency at the corner position, J.C. Jackson. Chargers ponied up five-year, $82.5 million deal for him. Last year, got hurt right out the gate. He's been bad. He's back healthy. Today, they just announced he's a healthy scratch. Healthy scratch. And... I don't bring that up to dunk on the Chargers or J.C. Jackson. That's all I'm saying at all, and I hope that's not coming around that way. I don't want to be that guy. Uh, From what I know, J.C. Jackson's a great dude. Um, And I think I might be a little bit of a closet Chargers fan uh, because I hate every single team in the AFC West with a passion. Um, But I don't hate the Chargers, so I usually find myself pulling for the Chargers and their uniforms are fire. But I digress. The Niners were able to get a cheaper version that has been red hot in Charvarius Ward. And that dude has made this team, and he fits the culture, my favorite interview. And I wish they put him behind the mic more often because he is just freaking awesome. Um, he cracks me up. Uh, he, he is awesome. Now, let's jump back to the Niners. I just wanted to highlight that and put things into perspective because, you know, whenever, anytime somebody gets signed that's a big-time free agent, I get, like, five emails. And I, I love these emails. Keep them coming that say, man, John Lynch sucks. Why Why didn't he sign him? And I'm always just like, man, you can't sign everybody. And we'll see. We'll see. I wanted J.C. Jackson as well because I put a premium on turnovers. J.C. Jackson was a turnover machine in New England. He hasn't done anything. But this team, the 49ers, especially this year, they're putting up points like crazy. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I love it whenever Kyle Shanahan puts his kind of humor into things and makes fun of himself or the media or fan base or whatever. Here's Kyle Shetty at whatever he's asked about scoring 30 points every game.
3: That's why we tried to struggle in the red zone. So we could keep 30 three weeks in a row. Um no, it's yeah, I didn't even realize that till after, but I mean it's great to get 30 three weeks in a row, but um we felt like we left a lot out there too.
0: I, I don't think anybody disagrees with that. When you score 30 points a game and you keep walking out with man, could have scored 40 with ease. And I feel the film supports that. We're going to have every single film breakdown up this following week. I did take a day off yesterday. I was pretty tired, Uh, along with the Niners. They got the day off as well. Uh, But we're going to resume. You know, tomorrow morning I'm going to wake up early. We're going to start our film breakdowns and all that stuff all throughout the week. So uh, regular programming will resume tomorrow morning. Now, even though Brock Purdy struggled early, and he did versus the Blitz, He goes off and has his most productive yardage passing stats he's ever had in his career. Threw for over 300 yards, two touchdowns, kind of kept doing his thing. I I was really shocked at how many times the 49ers threw, but with all the run blitzes and everything else, it was just like, hey, you're going to do that continuously. We'll just dink and dunk, and we'll do what we got to do. Brock talked about, and I think this is a little bit of the culture, and yeah, this is a little bit of coach speak and PR, whatever, but I don't know whenever I listen to Brock talk and I'm going to, I'll play the clip for you. I'll let you guys kind of evaluate. I don't think it's really about him. And I think this is one of the things that makes him so special.
3: Yeah. I mean, I don't really get wrapped up in the stats and stuff. I feel like, you know, there's, there's some throws out there that I missed that could have, you know, obviously helped us get, get the lead earlier and quicker, um, and faster. So, um, those are the things that, you know, sort of are in my mouth that, you know, I was sort of a bad taste from that I want to be better at. So, um, watch the film, keep getting better. And we just, we just want to keep winning.
0: We, 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 right? Like I, I always used to tell coaches like, and I think this is a military term and all that kind of stuff. Like when a coach is successful, you praise everybody below you. That's what you do when a coach has, or whenever a team is unsuccessful, you take full responsibility that that's just leadership. like, that's just the way it goes. Praise flows down, complaints flow up. That That's just the way everything should go, in my opinion. And so this dude just come off, you know, one of his best games ever. And the first thing he, the question was like something like, man, you threw for 300 yards for the first time, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, yeah, I missed a lot of throws. And so you just check that kind of eat your humble pie and you constantly put that out there and I understand it's just PR, all that stuff. I get it. But it translates. It translates. And I don't think that there's a better testament to this on the 49ers team than Debo Samuel himself, who has all the room in the world to say, me, 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 me. Last year, you had the contract stuff, and that got ugly. I kept telling everybody he's not going anywhere. There's no way they were going to trade him for what was offered. And they were able to sign the deal. Came back, didn't have his best year, and he admitted to that. He was awesome. Maybe one of his best receiving games of the year, maybe of his career. I know you can find more yards, but that dude was clutch. He had five forced miss tackles on one play. On one play. No other wide receiver in the NFL has four missed tackles through two games. Like, that's what's so different about him. And whenever they asked him about how awesome of a play that was, listen to what Debo said. Um it's kind of it's it's kind of not all about me. As, as you can
3: see, like this is a selfless team. So whoever is hot, this is gonna continue to get the ball. Um, you know, uh, we just harp on, you know what I'm saying, making plays whenever the ball comes our way. Yeah,
0: you, you kind of deflect that praise, you put it back on the team, and you allow the team to collect those things. And whenever you're checking all these attitudes and the culture is what it is, Oh man, I, I I freaking, I love it, man. I I really, really do. I I really, really do. And so I just want to say like, man, it's fun to cover this. And yeah, there's certain team players on this, you know, 49ers legends that I just never really got behind. You know, Michael Crabtree's Terrell Owens, one of the best to ever do it. But that dude got chased off of, what, six teams? And every team was happy he left? This is different. This is different. And so it took a while to establish the culture. But whenever you have guys like Kittle, and you've got guys like Warner, and you've got guys now like Debo, and you got guys like Trent Williams, like it changes. You better fall in line. Because if you don't fall in line, I'm just saying, it's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. Uh, Josh says, John, what's your take on – I don't even want to say his name. Um, Eh, Florio, I'll say his damn name. I, I blocked and muted every single channel that dude was in. I'm not the fan of the Skip Bayless journalism school of thought, and Florio is freaking the dean of that damn school. I can't stand it because I think that it creates division. And it creates negative fans, and it just creates attacking mindset, and it creates all those things. And so there's a couple things I believe in. One, enjoy life. And a lot of this was just, you know, my dad, I don't know how many times, I think I've shared this story a few times. He had season tickets to the Braves ever since I could remember. And so in the summers, I'd go work for my dad construction, and then we'd go to all these Braves games. And I loved it. It was incredible. But he got kicked out of like 20-plus games, and he'd get kicked out of games when the Braves were winning because he was just one of those miserable fans. Oh, we'll blow it in the night. Oh, blah, blah. Like, he hated Chipper Jones. Who hates Chipper Jones if you're a Braves fan? And so, like, I grew up watching that. I just kept always, just as a kid, being like, man, this dude is the most miserable person in this damn stadium. That sucks. And I would always call him out. I'd be like, Dad, we're up five. Enjoy this. This is fun. We're in the freaking National League Championship Series. Smile, motherfucker! <laughs> come on, let's go. And it just was his nature. And so for me, I counteracted that because the a-hole that John Chapman is, I always go against everything. And I wanted to be able to help others. It wasn't the initial intent of starting this show, but I wanted other people to have positive experiences with their fandom and enjoy these type of times. Florio is against that. And people like Florio and Skip Bayless, and you can go on and on and on, their whole mindset before they go live and start shows is how can I upset people so that this can quote unquote go viral on whatever channel, whatever, because that's their motivation is money and emotional triggers. That dude doesn't believe anything that he says, I don't think that he really does. And it, and I would say the same for Skip Bayless, and that's why those people really bother me. Um, and so I protect fandom. I believe that, and so I don't want that conversation or that negativity in my life. That's just not what I want. I understand. I will never do the numbers that he does, and I am one hundred percent okay with that. At some point, you have to decide what is okay for you, and how do you enjoy and respect yourself at the end of the day? You know, we're we're approaching episode like one thousand. I think we're at nine hundred and sixty something. We've been doing this for a minute, and you can look through my YouTube channel and whatever else, and you can see like my popular videos and whatever. My videos, I'm not a viral guy. I don't ever want to be a viral guy. That's not what I want. I want slow, consistent relationships, build a positive community with one-on-one relationships, which is difficult to do on a one-sided screen, but that's why we start doing all the events. And I think that stuff matters. And that's just who we are. So I'm being transparent with what we are. I'm not a hot take guy. You guys know that. I don't want to be a hot take guy. Even whenever we do our bets, we're slow, methodical, consistent, and we're just freaking we're, – We're that's who we are. And so, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't even want to – I can't believe I said that dude's name on my show, and I apologize. Yeah, he's just a turd bucket, man. And I'd say it to his face. And I've gotten flack in the past for calling out stuff. But, you know, the, again, I was taught from a young age, you bully bullies. That, that's what you do. Florio's a bully. Um, and so, yeah, take that for what you will. I can't wait to read all these emails and all this stuff. That's okay. Email me. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yatsik, <laughs> um, what's up, brother? He says, how does one become a YouTube manor, member? What's the problem? Oh, man, thank you. Um, so if you are on there. On my channel, uh, 49ers Rush, John Chapman, there's so many different ways you can find it. You're watching it right now. You can just click become a member. I should probably make a little video to show that, but it's going to be right next to that subscribe thing. It's just an extra way you get, um, it's just an extra way to support the show. So, uh, appreciate you. You supported us so much, Jacek. Uh, just such a good friend. So, uh, thank you. I uh, appreciate you, man. Now, couple other things that I want to get to before we jump off. I want to make sure everybody's got time to go check their fantasy and all those different things and whatever else. Now, let's get to something that I think is a concern um, and something that I think the 49ers really need to spend some time on, and that's special teams.
3: Yeah, that was huge. You know, I felt like we had all the momentum right there, and then those two special teams penalties um, gave them a chance to get back into it. Um you know, they got the big one to get us backed up. You know, our defense did an awesome job. I believe it was three and out to start. Um, that's our chance to really take control of the game. And um, we ended up getting the penalty to have us backed up. You know, we had a fumbled snap, I believe, on first down. Um, miscommunication between the quarterback and center. Um, and then when we punted, getting that um, penalty two weeks in a row for the same thing was huge. Uh, that gave him a great fill position and uh, made it a game there for a second.
0: There we go. And so penalties and special teams. Now I think you're missing your best special teams player Samuel Womack. And I think we felt the impact of that. I do love that Ronnie Bell stepped up huge as a punt gunner, had some really, really nice uh, plays. And so that was cool, but special teams has been bad. Now what's crazy is, uh, you know, the extra point team has been flawless. The field goal unit has been flawless. That's the same group, right? Uh, Jake Moody has been great kicking. He hasn't been great kickoffs. So like even he's got some stuff to do, but Moody's been awesome, man. And I hope he continues down this trajectory. Uh, Really, really do. But yeah, you've got to fix some things on that special teams unit. There's no doubt about it because the 49ers are winning. There's three phases. You're winning offense. You're winning defense three out of three games. They've won those both those um, units. Special teams is a concern and the special teams will cost you games. If we continue to play at this level of special teams, Niners are going to lose a game or two uh, because of it. That's just the facts. What's up? The Godfather Nicholas Parr? Appreciate you, man. He says, wow, this seems like a bonus show. You guys are the best. Cause you always tell it like he is and admit you're wrong, which rarely happens. Uh, love what you do for this team. Let's go Niners. Appreciate you, Nick. You are absolutely incredible. Um, And dancing. You know, Dancing won our trivia competition last year because she she knows her stuff. I assume this is uh, her. It might not be, uh, but whatever. Dancing, whoever you are, you know your damn stuff. And she comes out and says, Missing Womack and Danny Gray as our gunners. They're coming back soon, though. They really, really are. And I I think that's going to be magical because we're down not one but two punt gunners. Really three, if you consider Andre Thomas. So having Ronnie Bell out there, which you win different ways. You've got Danny Gray that's just the fastest dude out there. Nobody can get in front of him. Ronnie Bell's the slowest gunner we have by a mile, but he's just so damn gritty. It just won't be denied, um, which is awesome. And so, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go there. Right here, any fantasy advice, John Chapman? I'll say this. If you're in a super deep league and you need a running back play this week, Devin A. Chain for the Miami Dolphins. Super deep. If you're in a 10-team league or a regular standard 12-team league with only, you know, uh, two wide receivers, two running backs, and one flex. That name probably won't matter. But deep deep leagues, um, Devin A. Chain, I think he's going to be a, a, a good play this week. Again, if you just need somebody to fill in. Uh, I don't think he's going to be a starter. Uh, you're not playing him over your studs. But if you're just like, man, I need one guy uh, in a deep flex position, I'll throw that out there. Um, right here, Willie says, John, off topic, just watch Draft Day. Love the movie. Um, how realistic is the movie comparing to real Draft Day? It's not. But it's fun. It's Kevin Costner. Um, yeah, lots of good things. D- Dennis Leary, I think, is uh, the head coach's name. It's not very accurate. I don't I don't think it is, especially in this 49ers room. I think our room is real calm, cool, and collected. I think the owner modeled his entire persona off of Jerry Jones, um, and I think that that fits. But, yeah, I love that movie. I watch it every year, Every uh, the day before the draft. I always watch it. Uh, it's just the, the, the way it goes. Uh, here we go dancing. Yep. Repping the female faithful. They're the best there is. And there's no doubt about that. Now, let me just say this. If you are coming out and if you are a faithful, we got our tailgate this Sunday, man, we, we had our first one last week, which was awesome. Uh, we had about 75 people come out. We had a blast. We had games. We had, you know, we just had such a good time. We gave away way too much stuff and we're going to do it again this week. So if you want to come out and party with the faithful this Sunday, we're going to be over in the blue lot up against the fence on the democracy way street side. Uh, just got to look for, uh, again, the maps on there. You go to 49ers rush road uh, Get your tickets, unlimited drinks, unlimited food, um unlimited liquor we were bringing back our we made some house margaritas. We had a whole pitcher a five gallon bucket of house margaritas Uh, those were a hit so we're gonna bring those back I'm uh, not sure the menu we're gonna be doing I need to talk to the chef uh the next day or two and we we're gonna get that figured out, but You coming out to a 49ers game come say what's up have a good time We give away a bunch of stuff competitions Uh trivia you name it dj tvs and that's another thing too So like we got one tv on red zone and we got one TV on the other early game, and we got music, and we got raffles. We got you covered. Going to have a good time. So if that seems like something you want to do, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, Here we go. Aaron, John, how long is the leash for Burford at the right guard spot? I think it's pretty long. I, I, I think continuity on the offensive line is huge. Anytime Chris Forster has talked, he preaches how important it is, the amount of snaps they get together. I don't think that's something he wants to disrupt outside of something that gets really, really bad. I don't think it's been bad yet. Now, I understand the PFF scores, and I understand he's had some bad plays, but his ceiling is very high. Spencer Perford's athleticism and power, it's weird that he started when he did. And if, if Brunskill never got injured, that wouldn't have happened but I do believe Spencer Burford's not going anywhere anytime soon. I hope his play elevates a little bit. Um, There's no doubt about that, but he's not going anywhere. I I, I think he's going to be around for a while, and I think he's got a pretty damn good long leash. Uh, That's just my opinion. Jason Batch Photography, my old friend. Thank you for the super chat, man. Love this dude. He says, yo, yo, punts and field goals have been good in my eyes. Not worried. They will clean up the rest. long as we keep winning while learning, Love the winning start. I will be in Minnesota for Monday night. That's what I'm talking about, man. That is exciting. Jason's a good man. Uh, We've hung out in Denver, Chicago, and now we're going to add Minnesota. It's always a good time when Jason comes out. He's such a good dude. Uh, Appreciate you, Jason. Um, Now, let me just say this before we jump out of here. This is a good day, and I understand there's no football, uh, 49ers football on, but, man, Sit back, relax, enjoy, criticize these other teams, and just, just be happy with where we are. We already got the dub. We're in the clubhouse, baby. The 49ers are ahead of the curve, and it couldn't be better. Thank you guys so much for everything. Have a good day. If you got any questions, email me, 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com. And we got our Zoom hangout tonight, so join us. Until then, stay strong, faithful.